The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Good morning again for those of you who weren't here earlier. So it was a delight to talk to some of you during the morning and some of the things that were discussed um, were absolutely in line with what the theme for the morning is, the topic for the morning, which is waking up to our life while we're still alive. Yes. And in particular, waking up to beauty and everything that that means. So I'll tell you why I have been practicing with this. I just finished a book that was so beautifully written It's called The Unwinding of the Miracle. And it's by Julie Yip Williams. So this young woman in her late 30s was diagnosed with colorectal cancer. And she died five years later. But she wrote about her journey and that's what the book is about and it was a book where she was inspiring and calling upon the reader to uh, wake up to the life while we still have time and not in a morbid way but in a and in a a way that's inspiring and that in any given moment, any given hour, any given day, as I mentioned this morning, there's so many things we can pay attention to and notice. And um, do we notice and appreciate the beauty in our daily life as much as we notice our challenges? And so one of the things that struck me about um, the, the items that she was grateful for and just was going to miss, she even mentioned she was going to miss it, is was going to Costco with her brother. And that struck me like, wow. <laughs> I definitely don't think about Costco runs in any kind of a gratitude or missing them way. But she did. And um, because she went with him and they had this ritual. It was, it was a ritual and they loved the bargains and all the new products. Um, and so it just inspired me to be practicing Each day, no matter what's happening in my day, what's going well? 
When do I have moments of ease? When does generosity fill my heart and just sort of arise? And um, one of the ways is that my brother gave me this book. He sent me this book. And... um, He's a scientist, so it surprised me a little bit. Um, But he's having a significant birthday coming up. And so this book really spoke to him. And he wanted to share it with his sisters. And in the way that he does, he's such a, you know, this is the appreciation is um, he sent it without any note. I didn't know. (laughs) I got this book and I thought, it's probably one of my chaplain friends. I didn't know. And it wasn't until some weeks later I found out it was him. So um, these acts of generosity that we all experience, um, how much do we notice them and feel them and appreciate them? Um, so I was practicing with this yesterday, and I'm going to share this because it was, um, I mentioned this to someone in uh, earlier in, in the practice discussion. Um, I, I was having a difficult day yesterday uh, in the sense that I had not slept well. So those of you who, probably all of us at some point, have those nights where uh, just, you know... Uh, I was groggy, I didn't have very much energy yesterday, and and I had a lot of things that I needed to do. So um, this, I, I thought, oh, this is a good day to practice <laughs> this noticing because it's exactly what I was not practicing. So in any moment, we are always cultivating something in our mind. Um, So what I did is I noticed that, okay, well, one thing is true about being fatigued and tired is there's kind of this, um, a sense of ease somewhat in the body. I went for a very slow walk and I noticed, oh, you know, I'm, there's this ease and, you know, it's kind of a little bit like the walking meditation, somewhat of a rhythm. And, and I thought, okay, well, right now, in this moment, I'm feeling some ease. Um, and, and then, you know, various other things. You know, at one point the sun came out, not for long, but it was out. And, and that moment of, <clears throat> of feeling the joy with seeing and feeling the sun. Um, so I'm talking about this be- for, for the reason that I spoke of with this book, but also it got to, um, to have me thinking about in our Buddhist practice, um, which certainly the Buddha, that was his call for us all to wake up um, to our life. That was his teaching for so many years and um, and the fullness of the teaching and the fullness of the practice is described here 
um, by two wings. And I'm very fond of this analogy because, of course, it takes two wings for a bird to fly or airplanes have two wings. And, and so this sense of balance. And so on one wing is the wing of compassion and on the other wing is the wing of wisdom and everything, of course, in between. So this is our fullness of the practice. And I've heard sometimes people referring to Buddhist practice and Buddhism as a wisdom tradition. And that's certainly true. Lots of wisdom. But it's also a compassion tradition. And without both sides, it's not a full practice. And there is, related to this, a practice of noticing in our daily life and even in our sitting practice when there is greed, when there is aversion, and when there is delusion. Because those are what we call in Buddhism the three poisons that all lead to suffering. And so I was practicing this week with, well, for me, what does so greed or clinging, what's the opposite of that for me um, in my experience? And so I, I felt generosity And the Buddha emphasized the practice of generosity and dana so much. And in my early days of learning about Buddhism, you know, that kind of, oh yeah, generosity. But let's get to the real teachings. And, um, you know, over time I came to really appreciate that the practice of generosity is to help with this human tendency that we all have to cling. And, and it's also referred to as greed. And then aversion. I thought, well, what's for me the opposite of aversion? And I came up with openness. You know, another word could be receptivity. Whatever word brings spaciousness, you know, to mind. So aversion involves a lot of contraction, you know, ill will, you know, pushing away, not wanting... And the opposite is the openness to what's happening in the moment, whatever's happening. And we know we learn that welcoming whatever's happening is really the way towards non-suffering or happiness. And so the third in delusion very, um, right away I thought, oh, yes, 
The opposite of delusion is clarity. And that's so much of what our practice is about. Taking the alert, relaxed posture, so that we can gain some clarity in our moment-to-moment experience. And when I was practicing with these, noticing when uh, particularly um, I do struggle with delusion um, and and it takes the form for me and, you know, not exactly being sure of, oh, this decision, I don't know, maybe I should do this and maybe this and, of course, there's so many wonderful options and and so, but when I have moments of clarity... It's like, oh, here's the moment of clarity. I'm going to make this decision now. And so I really appreciate now and notice when I have moments of clarity. Um, Because a lot of times I was very aware when I wasn't clear. So that would be um, my hope for all of us in practicing maybe the rest of today or taking any one of these on um, as a practice of noticing the beauty within ourselves, within the world, and part of beauty is compassion, part of beauty is love, part of beauty is generosity. These are all the the beautiful qualities of the heart that the Buddha emphasized that need cultivating, but that are always there if we notice them. So thank you for your attention. <laughs>